Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. Coming up, a great conversation with the two directors of the Premier Playhouse Presents the Premier Premieres. Brittany Lewis is directing The Theater at Night, while Shannon Wright directs Broadly Speaking and Other BS. Both of these one acts are locally written. We'll hear all about it in just a few minutes. Plus, we'll tell you who gets this week's honorable mention, as well as draw for another winner of Pizza with the Podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. Oh, you know how I like to say, lift them high, no matter where you are, what time of day it is, no matter what you're drinking, no matter what you're drinking it out of. Well, when it comes to this weekend eve toast, I know they lift them high down there. It's to the sky in tea. Congratulations, Tanya and Jim Baker. Five years of owning that bar now. I've been lucky enough to be hosting trivia there for four of those five years, I do believe. And speaking of, this Friday is Cheaters Trivia at the Sky. Again, though, congrats to Tanya and Jim. It's a pleasure knowing you two crazy kids and having fun out there. Hey, you know, speaking of the weekend, Eve Toast, it's now brought to you by the Sky. The Sky and Tea provides all caps fun, and that is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts or shooting pool. Have fun listening to great live music from local musicians. Have fun singing karaoke. Have fun testing your knowledge at trivia. Maybe you need more room to hold a company party or hold a benefit while the sky's big back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the sky, it's local and it's lively. It's time to pick a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. Now, we draw a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to John Martin. We'll be in touch with you, John, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, Sonny's Pizzeria.com. Oh, what made Dave smile this past week? I'm just going to stop right there because along with the smile came a whole bunch of hooting and hollering and a lot of clapping. Uh, this goes out 
to the Uncalculated Jazz Collective. They were playing last uh, Thursday down at Monk's in that new area, or not new area, but, uh, you know, it's got the new stage back there. It's very cool. And you're going to recognize several of these names. Ruben Rodriguez was on bass. Ruben has been on the show several times because Ruben brings food. Al Bervin was on drums. Joel Shotwell on sax. Now, Al's been on the show before. Joel's been on before. Joel's going to be on again next week. And then a guy that I had heard of but had not seen or heard play, Alexander Olson. And he will have to be a future guest. I tell you, the four of these, I mean, I, we go to a lot uh, and, and take in local and lively entertainment all the time. And we love live music. I'm a big jazz lover. And uh, I've, I've seen some great groups, you know, because they all kind of interchange. Everybody collaborates and plays together. And this particular quartet was hot. Hot jazz <laughs> just was amazing. So next week when Joel Shotwell's on, uh, I'm going to find out more about that particular quartet and uh, what it was because I, I tell you what, watching Alexander Olson play the keys was just amazing. Okay, so there you go. This weekend's honorable mention to the Uncalculated Jazz Collective. Coming up, we're going to learn about the Premier Playhouse Presents, the Premier Premieres, from directors Brittany Lewis and Shannon Wright on the Dave Holly Hour. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. -S -S -E -E. Or call 605-929-0964. Arts and entertainment lovers, you hit the mark. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. I might as well, uh, seriously, when am I going to get around to just recording this saying of, it's always a pleasure to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment. And the follow-up after that is, it's always a pleasure to have new guests on the show as well. And we got a new topic to talk about. Not that we haven't talked about the Premier Playhouse in the past, but this is a fun and exciting event 
as coming up on the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Belbus Theater over at the Washington Pavilion, you get two, count them, two shows in one. Two one-act plays that premiere premieres, and we'll get into how that whole thing came about. But uh, first, there's going to be, broadly speaking, and other BS. That's going to be directed by Miss Shannon Wright. How are you today, Shannon? I'm just great, Dave. How are you? Wonderful. Oh, I've already told you like three times. I'm better anytime I see you. See? Same. Same. I know. Absolutely. (laughs) And then the theater at night is being directed by Brittany Lewis. How are you, Brittany? I'm doing great today, Dave. Wonderful. Glad to have both of you along. So here we are. Uh, This podcast comes out on Thursday. That means we are one week Mm -hmm. away from this finally coming to fruition. I'm so excited. This is just a really, really cool thing. Uh, Who wants to take a stab at, at giving an idea as to how the whole process came about, that we have two locally written plays taking place yeah you might know more about this than i do actually (laughs) yeah the premiere premieres is a program put on by the premiere playhouse um, and it is done in three stages so they accept submissions about a year ago they accepted submissions from local playwrights um, to submit their one acts and then it was chosen they five of those were chosen by a panel Mm -hmm. um, and those last summer those five plays were put on as cold reads um, at the premiere playhouse and then a board of three local theater makers chose uh, two out of those five shows to produce um, through the Premier Playhouse with full production support. Um, so that means a full production team, costume designer, scenic designer, lighting designer, and then um, a local director, which is Shannon and myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, since uh, you have the microphone at the moment, uh, Brittany, <laughs> tell us what to drew you to this project that you wanted to be a director of one of those one acts. So um like Dave said, I'm directing Theater at Night by Mo Hurley. I actually saw the reading that they did last summer mm-hmm. um, when they did it at the Premier Playhouse. And I was immediately drawn to the play. Um, my show has a lot to do about grief and how the theater space is more than just a physical space, but also a community. Um, and it, I was really emotionally drawn to it and when I had the opportunity to um, become involved I found myself even more drawn to directing it and helping um, such a magical script come to live on stage Um, so yeah looking forward to this I Mm -hmm. just think this is such a great deal Uh, you know when Oliver first came on board uh, he had mentioned this that this was something that uh, was going to be in the works anyway uh, and he had experience with it in the past. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, perfect. Uh, but, you know, still, when you try something new in anything, uh, you know, it's always a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the uh, the dice have uh, come up quite well. <laughs> I think we got boxcars on this one. <laughs> Shannon, what drew you to uh, directing in this? So it was actually, I have not been nearly as involved in the earlier process as Brittany has. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly was not aware of that process at all. And I've kind of been out of the theater business. I've been much more involved in film. So I've been, you know, directing and art directing film for quite a while now, but have gotten out of the theater a bit. 
And um, I just kind of came to a point in my life where I was like, I miss the theater. I want to go back to it. So I actually went and took a class at the Playhouse, which I think a lot of people don't even realize they do classes True. there. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um, I was, well, after one other person left, I was by far the oldest person in the class. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I part of this process. At 29, even. <laughs> right, at 29. Yeah. Um, I love this process that, you know, part, being part of the Playhouse because there's such a wide range of ages of people involved. I absolutely love that. You know, I'm old enough to be Brittany's mom. So, you know, it's so cool that we're able to do a show together mm-hmm. um, connect. that are two separate pieces. But we have these connections and we have the same understanding of things, um, which is so cool. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, so anyway, I took this class and um, after the class was over, um, Oliver called me in and said, hey, is this something, you know, let me give you the script and is this something you'd want to direct? And um, yeah, so I just I just started reading the script and we just started talking about things. And Oliver and I had a very similar concept of the piece. Um, so it just it just kind of all gelled. It just sort of worked out. It was great. Well, it's going to be interesting because uh, the one that you are directing is one that's already been in the books. It's been right. performed it's been around performed town before. Uh, right. Not on this particular stage. Correct. Uh, and so it already had five pretty established cast members. Mm-hmm. Now, some of those are in yep. this cast as well, but they pretty well had self-directed themselves. Right. So what were the challenges yeah. uh, working that way with maybe a new cast member uh, or maybe just a little bit different direction than what they were used to? Yeah. What, what's been tough about that, but then also, you know, what have been the uh, the great uh, things that have right. come about from it? about it? Yeah, I think, so the whole thing with new play development, right, is um, you're, you're taking different perspectives um, and bringing them into that process and seeing what it can become, right? So it had already been an established thing. We have two of the five that were originally in it, did not want to audition for it. Did not, you know, they they had schedule conflicts and all kinds of things that didn't work out. Um, so three of the original ones did audition for it, and those three are in it. And then we added. So the initial script is five people. Mm-hmm. We added two more. So now we have seven. So we have these seven women, all between the ages of forty and seventy, um, and all of this is a nonlinear script, right? Mm-hmm. So these are all essentially monologues and they're all very personal. So I think one of the one of the interesting challenges was taking new actors and giving them some of this material that was very personal to, to somebody else, people, right? Right. Because they had written it. So kind of matching up those personalities with some of those pieces was a really interesting process. We actually had to go back and forth a little bit uh-huh. um, in terms of who's doing which of the monologues, who's doing which pieces. How are we even down to some of those pieces were written for one person to do. And I flipped that a little bit and put there's one particular piece that I put three people in um, as a way of of showing um, kind of a continuity across humanity of, right? Like Mm -hmm. different people all experience the same thing. So I wanted people to be able to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of things in this show that are, that you'll see that are a lot about togetherness, right? Like a, a friend group that's all supporting each other. 
but there's also an element in there of that individuality, right? Mm -hmm. And of almost sometimes an aloneness. Um, because I noticed that a lot of the, so there are, uh, most of the show is comedy, right? And then you've got some, some more serious emotional pieces of it in there. And all of those serious emotional pieces are very solitary, right? They're, they're one person on their own. They're not group pieces like some of the others are. Um, not like the times where they're drinking wine. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, where they're kind of all together. They're hanging out. Yeah, there's a scene where they're they're all together kind of lamenting the dating scene, which is really <laughs> awesome and very funny. Um, and so much of it is very humorous. A lot mm -hmm. of it's, it's a comedy show. Mm -hmm. But then you've got these little pieces in there that really highlight like how, you know, even even when we have a friend group, even when we have a lot of people around us and a great support system. There are some things that we just go through alone, right? Like just they're so personal to us and we just go through them alone. So I kind of want to highlight that. Yeah. And it's from the the bits that I've seen of it so far, it's looking fantastic. And I love the way that uh, there is such a great part of what I had already seen mm -hmm. uh, from broadcast theater right, uh, in there, but also the additions and just the way that things have kind of been reworked a little bit. Yeah, uh, That's been uh, fun to notice. And when you said, you know, it's a comedy show. Uh, it really made me think of, you know, it's in some ways even almost like a stand-up comedy show. It is. Um, because there's callbacks right. and so forth. You right. know, there are things that uh, we keep coming back to when you would talk about lamenting the dating scene and the, the how many times are they sitting around? Three, three or three times yeah. that they're sitting around naming names and what happened on those dates and so forth. Right. And very comical. And even though that is from a woman's perspective. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you had a show with five guys doing the same thing, right. it would be very similar. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and so it, it is about, you know, just getting down to human things. But uh, the the female side of the conversation is just a hoot. Mm -hmm. uh, but like you did say, you know, there are some really heartfelt moments in there, too, mm -hmm. that we get to catch up on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, absolutely. A, it's a great show, and we'll talk a little bit more. But yeah. we got to let Brittany have a little Brittany, bit of time to now talk about, about theater, theater at oh, night. That's so beautiful. And, uh, you know, so yours is different. You know, here Shannon has a show that had been performed. Mm -hmm. uh, you have something that this will be a world premiere of. Yes, it will be. Yes. That's and, so exciting. <laughs> and very exciting. No doubt about that. And... Um, Mo Hurley, uh, first of all, I, I love telling this because, you know, sometimes people look at Mo and she's, uh, you know, talks kind of like this. Oh, hi. How are it's you? And, and everybody thinks that this is just this, uh, you know, timid uh, person and so mm -hmm. forth. Well, I remember last year in the 39 Steps, mm -hmm. um, you know, a cast of four. And uh, so as they're making their way out and I'm waiting around to say congratulations, the first one I see is Marisa Moser. And so I go over uh, to tell her a great job, and she could have cared less about it being a good job for her. She goes, I keep telling everybody that Mo Hurley is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> I will never it's forget so that. Yeah. And then I did have Mo on the show uh, not long after that, and, uh, you know, she's so humble, too. Oh, uh, but mm -hmm. my goodness, can she write and tell a tale. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what's been the most fun for you directing this? as a first-time piece? Um, I think that working with Mo and having like the living playwright in the room with me as I'm working on her work is so special. 
Um, and it's been just so exciting be able to bounce ideas off with her. And she has trust in me that I'm going to do her piece justice. And um, just being able to work together has been so exciting. Uh, this piece started off as a picture book for Mo yeah. and um, of the same title. And she says that uh, it there was just so much more to be told. Mm -hmm. And I love telling that story with her. Um, and just seeing all of the intricate things in her script come to life. And I just notice new things every time I read the script. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, like she's just a genius. Like the way that she can connect all of the script together is just beautiful. Well, one thing about this play is it happens to be a play within a play. Yes. Uh, actually, a couple of plays within a play, if yeah. you want to look at it differently, uh, in the fact that uh, it's about uh, a theater back in the 1940s, and then at one time it has to go to doing radio plays. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you've got people that are reading the scripts for that, and a new person gets thrown in, uh, and a romance begins mm -hmm. to uh, come about. Uh, uh, but there's, you know, you talk about it uh, being very heartfelt, there's some comedy in it. There is, yes. There's some, it is some very great, funny, too. Yeah, there's some great stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, it also is just, um, well, I'm, I'm not going to have a spoiler out here, but <laughs> wait till you see the final scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it will, if you don't get a lump in your throat, yeah. something's wrong. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. The music plays a big part in the yeah. show too. Um, I've really integrated music into it and we'll see that in the last scene. Um, but yeah, it. I don't think anyone will be leaving the theater with a dry eye. <laughs> nope. Um, nope, it really... And we don't care. Yeah, that's what no. we want. I want. That's kind of what I want. I want people to feel things and I want people to... Um, identify with what mm. is being said in some way um and yeah just feel something when they see it and, and i think between the two it gives you a whole range of emotion it's right? true like, yeah you've got exactly. the whole range from beginning to end mm -hmm. which is so nice uh and uh, i think that that's going to be something that uh will be very beneficial for people seeing it mm -hmm. trying to get a handle on it you know there's a lot of people that have seen um you know yours sure. uh, in, in terms of broadcast uh, but nobody's seen Moe's right. yet. Um, but also, uh, you know, the people that haven't seen either, mm -hmm. and they're going, okay, what's this premiere, premiere? <laughs> I heard it's about local playwrights. Do we really have local playwrights? You know, there's going to be all those questions going through the audience's mm -hmm. mind. Uh, and uh, from what I'm aware of and, and seen, because it's going to knock them out of the park. Mm -hmm. I, I really mm -hmm. think this is going to be something that... Uh, you know, when they go around and, and get people's reactions after the show, uh, I think that that mix of emotions that we're talking about yeah. is going to be prevalent. And and I just think everybody's going to be in awe of what has been done, written locally, mm -hmm. produced locally. And it is local theater at yes, the heart. No doubt mm -hmm. about that. And it's just a, so much fun. Uh, to see that. Uh, so, Brittany, give us a little bit of background on you in terms of, uh, you know, how you got started in theater. Okay. And the, the one thing I found out just uh, the other day that you don't necessarily like to act. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I started theater in high school. Um, I was a stagehand, and then I found myself 
in the costume group um, and I felt a lot of passion and creativity there. So I pursued that at the University of South Dakota. Um, I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts in costume design and construction, but uh, they give you a very well-rounded theatrical education mm -hmm. there. So I actually studied, um, I took several classes on one acts in new play development, kind of like Oliver. And that's where I met Oliver. Okay. Um, he got his master's at mm -hmm. USD. So um, I have a big passion for directing um, these smaller shows. Uh, they tend to be more theatrical and artsy as I call it. And I love that. Um, so I, yeah, I went there for four years and I graduated last May and I joined the premier playhouse and, uh, I've been doing shows with them ever since. Um, I primarily am a costume designer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm their costume coordinator for this season. And um, I love working backstage and having that artistic outlet. And so have, being a director has been um, a, it, I wanted to push myself and I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm finding new passions and just connecting with the people that are in my show and everyone in this town it's everyone has such an, an interesting story to tell and i think that's where i find the most passion uh so tell me uh what do you feel you bring to the theater as a director i definitely bring um my emotional side and my ability to connect with multiple people um, from all different backgrounds. I love creating a community and I with especially with my cast just bringing them together and creating a safe and comfortable space is a priority for me and I think that is what um, I'm providing to my actors. You have a pretty good sized cast. I do. It is. Um, it's about I believe a 12 to 15 people yeah, yeah. It, it's a decent sized cast compared to shannon she has about seven girls in her yeah um so yeah also being able to command a room with that many people has been um a fun <laughs> challenge i haven't had to do that um before so just like i said creating that space and right. creating a community together can be hard when you have so many different people in a room but just finding similarities and creating that safe space is really important to me. Well, and uh, we'll let the cat out of the bag. I happen to be part of your cast. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Dave Holly, He is in but, my show. Uh, one of the things that I, I loved about the whole process, uh, you know, first of all, the audition, mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, second of all, that first night where all, where both casts and everybody was present, mm -hmm. uh, the going around the room, uh, introducing ourselves, you know, what we were looking forward to, things along that line. Uh, but then when we broke up and, uh, you know, started uh, meeting individually in terms of the two different plays, you had us do that again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really appreciated that. Uh, and I, I think it was better even because, you know, you, you heard so many stories the first time. It's like, man, I can't even keep mm -hmm. these people's names right. And then you break it down and you find out new things about people, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, in and. In my own mind, even kind of seeing then what maybe your processes were in terms of casting mm -hmm. uh, and uh, getting that right person for the right part. And so um, 
you know, obviously I'm biased, but it's going to be a hell of a night. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I could not be happier with both of our casts. Yeah. Um, you know, Shannon and I have talked about before the, that the, the theater is meant to make you feel things. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely, you're going to feel a lot of emotions and feel moved by the end of the yeah. night. Shannon, how would you describe yourself as a director? Oh boy. <laughs> so I'm actually like the almost, I, w I don't want to say the opposite because Brittany and I have a lot of very similar um, philosophies in terms of what, you know, what theater is about, what, you know, why people go to the theater, those kinds of things. Um, I'm a little bit different in that I'm much more of a performance artist type person. Um, I'm, I, I'm, big picture thinking I'm all about the abstract ideas and the concepts and um connecting humanity so you know earlier when you were asking about um one of the challenges where the piece itself is is almost into the stand-up comedy realm one of the biggest challenges was bringing that into a theater space mm. and an and, right. and presenting it as mm -hmm. theater rather than that kind of personal stand-up comedy, right? So there's definitely more of a space there. Um, and initially, we talked about making that very practical, right? We talked about the idea of like a front porch and because so much of it is about home and family. So we talked about like a front porch and a thing. And, and we ended up going very abstract, Right. So now the set is almost an, an art gallery. Right. The, taken from the idea of the the, the photo gallery in the home. Mm -hmm. So we just expanded that idea out into like a gallery concept. Um, my, I, I, I started in theater, you know, literally in second grade and went all the way through college. Like I was on stage doing a monologue in second grade mm -hmm. from Laura Ingalls Wilder, <laughs> which, of course, you know, I knew every book word for word. So the like I was, you know, I was. I did a two minute monologue in second grade, uh, you know, so that that's where the acting bug kind of bit me. So I'm I've done a lot more from the acting side and my directing. Well, that's not true. My directing side has been both in film, but then I also um, was artistic director of First Night Sioux Falls for five years. So we actually mounted a lot of new productions. Right. We created mm -hmm. things um, and they were all very kind of expansive and big and you know like we had one piece where we did uh we had all teenage performers um a singer musicians dancers all you know young people and it was all music from Cirque du Soleil and we were just creating something new out of that so I'm I'm much more on that side of things that sort of abstract bigger mm -hmm. humanity right and like how people relate to each other in a bigger sense in the world, right? I've always thought of you as a, being a, quite the ultimate designer, too, in, in terms of yeah. concept design, yes. not necessarily that's, that's what I am. I'm mechanical, a mechanical right. design right. of things. Yes. But just I'm this. that person who can listen to a song and create a whole music video in my head yeah. and, and then make it happen, right? Mm -hmm. I said, I think I said that, I can't remember where we were, but I said, I'm not, you know, if you have an idea, I'm the person that takes that and makes it happen and turns it into something big, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, I'm definitely that more designer type person. All right. So what about the crew then that, uh, oh, we have an awesome crew. We have mm -hmm. for both of these shows. And Brittany's mm -hmm. doing costumes for mine too. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you got like double and triple duty then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you'd rather have it that way, I'm guessing. Yeah. I like being 
um, busy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I always say busy beats boredom. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> but uh, what are you looking forward to most about uh, designing, not just for the show that you're directing, but for somebody else's too? Uh, I love the, like we talked about, these shows haven't really been done before in this manner. Mm-hmm. So um, having a freedom of design is both exciting and intimidating. Um but it's been so fun finding a concept that works, especially for Shannon's show. Um, it's very abstract. Um, there's a lot of it's very artsy, is what I like to say. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely we we are we definitely have turned it into an art house piece. Yeah, that we went from stand up comedy to art house, no yeah. question about it. Um, and I love the idea of playing with color and mm-hmm. line and texture, and how that can support. Um, the message. I would say that being a director in this process has been helpful. Mm. Um, I've just been able to, I fully understand the concept and everything um, in ways that I probably wouldn't have if I were just designing. So um, that has been super fun. Yeah. But do you also, uh, are you your own worst critic? When oh, it comes of course. to costume All design, and especially yeah. when it's the show you're directing. Yeah. No, I I wouldn't say critic, but I definitely um, hold myself to a standard, and I try to get as close as we can with what we have to well, that. Well, one thing in this particular play, mm-hmm. uh, Theater at Night, is the fact that uh, you've got 1940s, and then you've got modern day. Yeah. So um, you've got to cover both of those. Mm-hmm. Which has been really fun, actually. Uh, I love the 40s and designing for the 40s. So that having that opportunity yeah. has been so, so fun. I've, I've always said that, you know, if there would have been an era for me to be in uh-huh. other than per- current, it would have been post-World War II Hollywood. Yes. Me too. Same. <laughs> give, give, we would have been hanging out yeah. together, Dave. <laughs> you know, in fact, I've got a nice purple suit that looks really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I always think, you know, things along that line. And, and uh, you know, that's also one of the fun things. Um, as you hang around uh, the theater and get to understand more of it, uh, not just so you're sitting there going at the end of the night, oh, yeah, that was a nice show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, oh, mm-hmm. that person can really act, can't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be able to say, that was so cool what they did. And did you see what happened to the stage in that one spot? Oh, yeah. You know? And and the intricacies that take place for everything to come off as a, a full blown production. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Uh, We've just, had so many conversations. Like yeah. you get into these deep conversations. <laughs> and something else that's really cool that you're going to notice is there are references, yes. right? These little yeah. subtle references. <laughs> From one piece to the other, yeah. like right? From my show to Shannon's show, yeah. more Shannon's show to my show, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's those those uh-huh. little, I call them Easter eggs, almost, right? Yeah. There's those little <laughs> things that that you're gonna notice that where one show connects to the other, even though the two things have nothing, like no. there's no right. connection to them in the beginning, but somehow there's like exact references, right? It's crazy, yeah. right? We did not plan those. (laughs) No. One we did. Oh, one. But the mysteries. I know. I can't (laughs) give it away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So watch out for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a week from tonight that it starts on the 16th. So, you know, for one thing, 
If you forgot to get your honey bunny, uh, you know, something oh. for Valentine's oh. Day. Oh, that's a good But idea. get those tickets now because uh-huh. they're going quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> they are. What's it going to be like when everybody's together and it's showtime? What do you think is going to happen? And what are you also sitting there praying doesn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What does, I, am, I don't know. I'm so excited for that first night we're yeah. all together. Um I guess the first night that we're going to have our entire cast together in the space will be special. Um, But our opening night when we have an audience, you can't have theater without an audience. Mm -hmm. And so um, the audience is half half of it, I would say. Mm -hmm. And um, it's going to be special for having people to see and react um, for our actors. I think it's going to add a whole nother level. Oh, absolutely. And there's definitely um, a community of theater. Like yeah. once you get everybody together, there's a community that forms. Right. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, we always talk about like post-show hangover, like, the, you know, <laughs> because and, and what that really is, is that you miss the community. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think that that is going to be so interesting to see is those right now we kind of have these two separate little communities going on. But once we bring that together, just how everybody interacts with each other is mm. going to be so, so cool and so interesting to see because you definitely get a, a sense of people supporting each other. Um, and and that just buoys you up, you know, for, for what you have to do um, in a performance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When you feel that support and that community, it really, really helps. You're mm-hmm. not just going out on stage alone. You've got this whole unseen thing behind you, you know, between the, the crew and the other cast and that. So you're not alone. Uh, yeah. You're not alone. Well, you know, right. one, one thing that gets talked about on this show a lot is uh, family. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even theater more so than uh, the group that we have in town of comedians or musicians. Right. You know, everybody collaborates. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that is fantastic. But when it comes to the theater, the family aspect comes in so much more. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, every time we talk about that, then all I can think of is that, uh, you know, Bob Nelson then has the world's largest theater family. Yes, literally. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, that's because there is a, you have to have an element of trust in theater that you almost don't have to have anywhere else in life. Right. Like there, there is an element of trust that has to be there to make wow. it work. And if you don't have that, that would be the thing that I would say is what you need to be afraid of when you have that situation is if you don't have that Nobody trust. has your back. Nobody's yeah. got your back, right? Mm-hmm. Like that that's that's where it all comes apart. Um but that in theater that just doesn't happen because we all have an understanding of what right. it is, right? We all have an understanding that you have to trust other people. You have to, you know, you have to turn over like if I have an idea for example with the scenic designer that we have. Um Pierce Humkey. Pierce Humkey yeah. is amazing. He's a Man's king. a genius. So yeah. cool. He's a genius. He'll he'll come to me and he'll say, "Okay, so for this one set piece, what do you want? Like what?" <laughs> and I'll you know describe it to him, whatever. And 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 but I'll say, th- there's a point though. Like I kind of have an idea in my head of what I want, but there's a point where I have to trust that he's going to understand my concept mm-hmm. and then execute it right. And he does every single time. And honestly, he. I'll tell him something and I'll envision it in my head and I come back and Mm. what he did is 10 times better. (laughs) And I'm just like, wow, how did you even do that? But that's the kind of trust that you have to have in people 
in the theater and the is collaboration. The, the collaboration. Mm-hmm. They know their job. They know what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you just give them your your thoughts. You give them your ideas, and you let them run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would be the show that you would love to direct? Ooh. Oh wow, that's a question and a half. Um, God, I can't even think of anything right off the top of my head. Brittany, what's yours? You have oh. one. Um, I don't know. I don't. I haven't really. Dreamed. What would be the one you would love to costume? Okay. Then? Um, <laughs> I have a couple for those. Uh, Les Mis is one of my dream musicals to design. Okay. Um, and then I would love to costume design trifles, which is one of my favorite straight plays. Awesome. Mine is much more, you know, one thing maybe would be, uh, David Byrne's show on Broadway. Mm. Um, but it almost is more like I, I was listening to parts of Peter Gabriel's new album today and literally forming a show around it in my head. So I think for me, it's more creating new work. Yeah. It's more rather than, um, yeah, it'd be great to direct other things, you know, that already right. exist. But yeah, for me, it's almost more creating the, the new works. Mm-hmm. Any aspirations for writing then? Yes and no. Um, it's not, it, the writing piece itself is not so much in my wheelhouse. I think I'd rather collaborate with someone whose who's strength is writing because that's not, my writing is way too abstract and ethereal. Mm. It, it, it doesn't translate itself well to to practical things. Um, so yeah, I think I'd rather work with someone that that is you know has a little more experience in that. Yeah. How That's about for like, you, Brittany? Uh, for playwriting? Yes. Um, I would love to get more involved in it, but I would have to agree that um, I think I would get bogged down in the creation of it there um it needs to be a certain level of um just writing down and having ideas and i think mo did that perfectly in her Mm -hmm. show is that she writes in such a magical way um that leaves a lot of work up to the director and how it's physically going to happen and that's how my brain works Mm -hmm. um so i would love to do that but i i think i'm better at the creation and the um putting on of the thing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and I mean, we've come across this too in a lot of the stuff i'm doing with the film community in town right now too where we just need writers right like yeah. so we we know how to create it we know how to make it happen but we just need a lot more writers and i mean i think this is you know this is i believe going to be an ongoing thing mm-hmm. year after year yeah. of you know finding new playwrights and finding new works and and making them come to life so um, you know, who knows? Maybe that's mm-hmm. a collaboration with film at some point too, right? True. You never know. It'd be so. cool. And uh, how many submissions were there this year? Oh gosh, the total I'm... submissions before it got narrowed down. Fifteen, something like that. I want to say somewhere fifteen to twenty-five. 20? Yeah. Um, in that range. Yeah, and then they narrowed it down to five. Yeah. See, and and who'd have thunk that Sioux Falls, South Dakota? And yeah, had you know fifteen to twenty five playwrights, right? And those are like and, full and, blown plays, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and uh, not to mention, you know, how many else are out there right. that wish to or have the sure. desire and so forth, mm-hmm. or maybe already do and mm-hmm. didn't submit because they thought, 
Oh, boy, yeah. I don't know about this. Well, one of, the, one of the kind of least known, I think, unless you're very involved with USF and USF theater, mm -hmm. um, Kevin Cole writes some amazing stuff. Yes, he does. Um, I would love to direct something that he's written. <laughs> See, now, now that it. I yes. think about that, <laughs> because he writes amazing pieces, and then the USF theater sometimes will perform those. Um, Joe Obermuller does some of his yeah. pieces. Yes, and sure. man, he's a good writer. Mm -hmm. Oof. All right, before we get to the final two questions, uh, let's just to recap that uh, we have two plays again, mm -hmm. uh, and it's uh, broadcast theaters, uh, broadly speaking, and other BS, mm -hmm. and then a night at the theater, and these take place at the Bell theater at night. Theater at night, <laughs> close enough. I, I have I have done that more than once. <laughs> Days in the show. <laughs> yeah, my goodness gracious. Yeah, but you know I can't remember my age either. Uh, so. Some things. That's why I'm lucky that in the person that I'm in the play, I have to, get to read it. <laughs> I yes. just choose not to remember mine. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's going to be Thursday night the 16th, mm -hmm. Friday night the 17th, Saturday night the 18th, and those shows are at 7 or 7.30? 7. 7, okay. And then Sunday matinee at 2 o'clock, correct? Yes. At the Belbus. Make sure you contact uh, Premier Playhouse, uh, or you can get the tickets at uh, the Washington Pavilion mm -hmm. box office. Right. You can call them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, make sure you get them quickly, mm -hmm. uh, because Aww. it's uh, selling very, very well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they give us updates is, all the time, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah, so that's always cool. All right, so we got that taken care of. Now, mm -hmm. let's see. Who do I want to pick on first? <laughs> Oh, no. No, you know what? The scary uh, question. I'm going to go with you, I feel Brittany. like I'm on Clever Question. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with you because okay. uh, I've known Shannon uh, a lot longer. <laughs> uh, so if you're not busy being in the arts and entertainment, what do you like to be entertained by? What do I like to be entertained by? Um, I am a big reader. I read like at least a book a week. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I love reading, so I find myself entertained by that a lot. Just falling into a new fantasy world, um, and I think that expands my creativity and my imagination, which definitely helps me in both designing and directing. Uh, do you have a, a favorite author, mm. or is that like choosing a favorite child? <laughs> that old proverbial question that they have. Yeah, that one. That one's kind of hard. Yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite author at the moment. Um, I just read so many good books, and yeah. I find so, so a book a week. Yeah, yeah. about about. Yeah. My goal is seventy five this year. Um, I hit fifty last year. Okay, so well I'm, done. Yeah, yeah I'm trying. Uh, any other hobbies then? Um, I am. It's not a hobby. I'm an alteration specialist, so mm -hmm. I do um, work on garment construction, and um, I'm a simple gal. I like watching movies and puzzles and hanging out with my friends. There we go. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, it has been a, a, a blast, uh, first of all, uh, being in a play that you're directing. Uh, yes, but, it's uh, been even so more fun. so having uh, a chance to sit down and, and learn more about you here today. So Ooh. certainly appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. All right, Shannon, here we go. <laughs> when you're not part of the arts and entertainment world, what do you like to be entertained by? I, mine is probably similar books. I mean, I've been a voracious reader since I was a kid. 
Reparations. Um, Good word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that, you know, when my parents couldn't find me in the house, it was like me behind my dad's recliner by the heat vent because I'm always cold <laughs> reading a book. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I boy, taking me out of the arts is like taking a fish out of water. Uh, I mean, I, everything that I do somehow is connected is to that. I mean, to yeah, I'm working on a documentary right now that I, you know, write, direct, produce it um i'm i'm quite entertained by my kids and my chill and my cats my my children are my children are definitely entertaining one of them is an artist you know so mm-hmm. going to her art shows but I, they're just they're both just very funny like i almost well, have like stand-up comedians that i yeah you know. so your, your oldest is uh where i first heard the term oh snap <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, they're just they're just funny kids. They're just they're smart and they're funny and they're just very entertaining. Yeah. All right. Any other hobbies? Uh, not really because I'm all about the projects, right? Okay. I'm 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 just one of those people. Well, I'm an Aquarian first and an ENFP. So, right, that like champion idealist, like save the world kind of person. (laughs) So I do if I have any hobbies, they're they revolve around saving the world somehow. Um, but I always have to have a project. Mm -hmm. So once again, it doesn't even matter what it is, it's just there's always gotta be a project there. I'm reward. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Shannon, appreciate it. Brittany, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And again, get tickets now yes. <laughs> immediately for the two shows that are taking place at the Belbus, mm-hmm. being brought to you by the Premier Playhouse, but at the Belbus mm-hmm. next Thursday through Sunday. Thank All right, ladies, thanks again. Appreciate your thank time. Thank you so thanks, much, Dave. Dave. That was amazingly yeah. fun. All right. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Rack drive in Sioux Falls. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40 square foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks to those great guests, Brittany Lewis and Shannon Wright. Looking forward to not just seeing those plays, but actually being in one. And of course, hey, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, following us on social media, and your overall support of the show. Now, if you haven't done so so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look up Dave Hollyhower, and you'll find us. And by the way, when you do that then, and follow, automatically gets you entered for that Pizza with a Podcaster. For all 166 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. 
As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and you'll be automatically entered in our Pizza with a Podcaster contest. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.